Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening and happy freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday. How's my Facebook family doing? How are my peeps doing? I know you're ready for the weekend. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance, servant on the healing journey. What's my name, baby? Big Papa, Brian Post. Tonight's episode brought to you by the New Parenting Revolution. NewParentingRevolution.com. If you are struggling and you want deeper insights, you want to join a community of parents and professionals, private Facebook group, a unit learning university with hours and hours and hours, I think over a hundred hours of content. New Parenting Revolution is where you want to be. And come and join us. Like we're always chopping it up in the private Facebook group. And so it's something for you to check out. NewParentingRevolution.com. Tonight's episode, we're gonna talk about parental inadequacy. Feeling inadequate as a parent. Let me have the band just start to cue the music down, please. There we go. There we go. See, we don't want to just, we just don't want to end the music. If the, ah, uh, if the music just ends abruptly, it's like, oh, no, let's just die down a little bit. All right, so let's talk about parental inadequacy. I've got a group of parents going through a little process with me over the next 90 days. And so... The good thing about that is that I have um, three things from almost 100 parents. <laughs> so I've got so many struggles that parents have that I get to share with you from time to time. I'll just be picking one out of there and uh, be able to talk to you about it. Hey, Philip and Tina, good to see you guys in 2020. So anytime you are trying to parent a child of trauma, a child, a child with high sensitivity, a child who's easily fearful. It's going to lead you to feel inadequate, like you're not enough. But here's the thing I want you to recognize. That inadequacy that you're experiencing is not coming from the challenge you're facing with your child. That inadequacy that you may be experiencing is coming from a place when you were younger and you felt inadequate. All emotional reactivity stems from unfinished business. The moment, and in fact, I think Eckhart Tolle is the one who first said that. All emotional reactivity stems from unfinished business. The moment you feel, find yourself being reactive to something or someplace, it has far more to do with you and far less to do with that person or that thing. The key is for us to stop, to slow down, and to look at it. Hello, Mary. You bet. I'm always happy to encourage. Happy New Year to you, Philip. Oh, you're welcome, Jessica. And hello there, Rose Baker. Rose Baker in the house! Rose Baker's been a foster parent in Humboldt County, California for 40 years the woman is an icon. She is a legend. And I get to call her my business partner and also personal friend. 
Hello there, Terry. Good to see you. Good to see you. So the challenge with feeling inadequate as a parent, we want, we always want to attempt to place that, that blame on the children that we're, that we're dealing with, that we're trying to parent, that we're trying to create breakthroughs with. But that's not the origin. That's not the origin story of the inadequacy. See, as long as you project the inadequacy on the child and with the struggle, you're never going to be able to get through it. Because ultimately, what's going to happen is that you're going to find yourself feeling victimized by this child and by this child's energy. And so when you find yourself feeling victimized by your child, and I know a lot of times we don't think of it that way, but it's important for you to think of it that way. It's important for you to think of yourself as being victimized by your child. When you feel helpless, when you feel angry, when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel rejected, when you feel abandoned, when you feel not good enough, when you feel inadequate, it is important for you to think about yourself being victimized by your child. Now, why is that important? Because of awareness. I need you to develop a consciousness of what you are experiencing in the moment. When you will honor the fact that you are feeling victimized by your child, it gives you the greatest opportunity to stop, slow down, take those three to ten deep breaths and reflect and say, wait a minute here. I'm not a child. I'm an adult. My child can't victimize me. No one can victimize me. Maybe I was victimized before. And see, that's where it comes from. It comes from the fact that you were victimized before long before your child ever came into your life. And it comes from that, that parental inadequacy comes from a place to where you didn't feel adequate to handle most likely adult situations. Most parents that I've worked with over the years, they feel inadequate because at some point in their childhood, some adult asked them, asked the child to be responsible for the adult's feelings. Some adult in that childhood, ask that child to handle adult things and to function like an adult. And no child is capable of functioning like an adult. They're children. But what happens as a child who loves their parents, who wants to be good enough, you struggle and you strive to do your absolute best. And guess what? You're always going to come up short. So guess what feeling that's going to leave you with? That's going to leave you with seeds of inadequacy. Now, as you grow older and you feel really competent, really capable, and this is a, tr man, this is a tricky little dynamic. Ooh, 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 it feels so slimy. I can just, ugh, it's just like, ugh, it's such a nasty little thing for parents to, to carry with them. You spend so many so many days and weeks and years as a child trying to trying to be good enough trying to prove yourself to your parents who, you know, could be just, they could be great parents. They could have just had to work all the time. You know, mom and dad both could have had to work all the time. Maybe there wasn't two parents or maybe there were two parents and they were stressed out all the time and they needed you to take care of your little siblings. And so you busted your butt to be the adult. That's called being a parentified child. You busted your butt to be the adult, even though you were only seven or eight years old. But back when we were kids, it's that's not too far off the off the continuum for most adults 
you know, age 40 to 70, 40 to 80, to have been responsible, to have asked to have been responsible for your younger sibling. So that very much was a part of our social upbringing and our culture. And so, you know, depending on the number of hours that you were asked to care for your siblings, you worked really hard to be good enough and to prove to your parents that you can handle it. Well, guess what? You're just a kid. So undoubtedly, kid things are going to happen, especially kid things that happen when left without adult supervision, with adult, without adult attention for long periods of time. Well, then what happens is you get in trouble because your parents don't come back and they're not understanding. They're not supportive. They're not encouraging. They're not inspiring. They're, they're punitive because that was the culture. They're punitive and they're shaming. And, and so then you bury those seeds and that punishment and that, that, that shame. All, those are all seeds of inadequacy that get planted within your soul. And you grow up with this. And so then as a child, you work harder to prove yourself. But those seeds have already been planted. And the truth is, you can never really, you can never really get there. Because no matter how many days or moments or experiences you may be successful, guess what? You can never overcome all of the seeds that were planted for that inadequacy. And so eventually as an adult, you become hyper-responsible in, in, in some situations. In other situations, you become a drug addict or an alcoholic or a sex addict or whatever because you're always trying to prove your adequacy. And when you can't, you go, you resort to other, to other mechanisms and other means. So, you know, I can go a couple different ways, but you work to be a really adequate individual. And then hopefully you, you, you get on a track to where you're feeling pretty good. Maybe you find a job, you get married, you have kids, you feel really adequate, 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 adequate. And like, you've proven to yourself, you're like, you're, you've got this mantra, this unconscious mantra going on all the time. I'm adequate. I'm adequate. I'm adequate. See, it really didn't matter what happened, but then you adopt a child or you foster a child or you bring a child, you step, you step parent a child into your home who has this extraordinary stress reactivity and vibration mechanism that turns on that vibration mechanism within you because that child feels inadequate too. Isn't that magical? Isn't it magical that you feel inadequate with a child who feels inadequate? Have you ever wondered why that is? That's mirror neurons. See, if you're feeling inadequate as a parent, it's because your child is feeling inadequate. Now, I want you to think about that. You've got two individuals who are now in this victim cycle with one another. A child who feels inadequate from their birth origin, and you're feeling inadequate from your, from your childhood origins, and now you're both feeling inadequate. See, that child's stress vibrates that inadequacy in you that you hadn't experienced in so in so long it's so far away you're it's so far away from your consciousness that you don't remember it anymore you remember yourself as being very competent you you maybe you've raised other children your biological children you've raised these biological children and they they turned out well and you've been successful in your profession then you have this this one little evil child who is making you feel inadequate making you lose sleep and you're like oh my gosh what the hell's going on around here it's the vibration it's the mirror neuron speaking to that long old long ago seeds of inadequacy watering those seeds of inadequacy and giving bloom. But see, you, you, want, you want to say, you want to say to the children, it's the children that are making me feel inadequate. 
No, 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 no. That's not going to get you where you want to get to, that, that belief, because that's a victim's belief. Because the truth is you were victims to the adults in your life. That's the truth. That's the reality. Now, we're not going to continue being victims. We're not going to be victims to our children. And we're not going to continue being victims to those adults. We're going to own the fact that we did feel scared and sad and not good enough. We're going to own that. We're going to honor that. And we're going to grieve that. And we're, we're going to hold that child in our arms. That child that was us. We're going to hold them in our heart. And we're going to tell them over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. That it's okay to have those feelings. And it's okay to have that sadness. And they had responsibility placed up on their shoulders that they shouldn't have had to share. And we're going to get really familiar. And then... Here's the next thing we're going to do. When your child invites you into those inadequacy seats, when your child invites you into that inadequacy party, sends you that inadequacy invitation, you're going to love it. You're going to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love, 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 love feeling inadequate. I love it. Because what that means is that that was me as a little girl doing the best I could. And my feeling inadequate isn't feeling inadequate at all. It's just me feeling sad. It's me feeling sad not having an adult there to make me feel better. I'm going to own, we are going to own our inadequacy 100%. And then when we do that, we're going to be able to reflect back to our child that they are good enough. Yet you know they don't feel like they're good enough. Every time they feel inadequate, you're going to say to them, you are enough. And as you're saying to them, you're enough, you're going to be saying it to yourself. But you're also going to honor the fact that it feels really crappy and really sad and really, really hopeless sometimes and hopeless to, did I say hopeful, hopeful, hopeless? It feels really hopeless sometimes to feel like you're not enough. Those are those are small child feelings because you are enough. But I don't want you to just go there. I don't want you to just go to I, you are enough. I want you to honor that I'm not enough. Honor that first. Honor that first because that's rocking the child. That's rocking the child. That's soothing the baby. And you got to soothe the baby. That's why I keep showing up. That's why I keep showing up because you're not soothing the baby. The baby's crying. Every time you feel inadequate, the baby's crying. Every time your child is behaving in a way that, that they are reflecting that, they, that they're not inadequate of your love, that they're not adequate, adequate of your security, of your support, of, of the food you put on the table and the clothes you put on the back and the roof you put over their head. Every time they reflect that through their behaviors, which is their stress and their trauma that says they're inadequate, I want you to rock the baby. I want you to rock your baby and I want you to rock them. And as you rock the baby, and soothe the baby and you honor that then you can move to you are enough because you are enough because freaking big papa says you're enough you are enough you are adequate you are perfectly equipped to provide this child everything they need you are perfectly equipped perfectly equipped perfectly equipped to provide this child everything they need you just have to break through those layers of insecurity and inadequacy and rejection and fear and pain and grief and loneliness and sadness. You just got to break through those. But other, after that, you're perfectly equipped. Hey, 
Happy freaking fabulous Friday. Let's do this. We're rock and rolling right into 2020. We're going to knock it out of the ballpark. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or we can stop. We can slow down. Take three to ten deep breaths. And we can choose love. And with that, let's let the party resume. Because what? Who loves you? Big Papa loves you, baby. God bless each and every one of you. Have a fantastic weekend. Do something relaxing for yourself. Do something that's going to take care of you. Even if it's just five minutes. Five minutes. Just take care of you. Love yourself. Look in the mirror and love yourself. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday. I'll be in South Carolina. I'm going to surprise my, my biological father. He has some health issues towards the end of the year, so I'm going to surprise him. So I'll be talking to you guys on Monday from South Carolina. So God bless. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye-bye now.